is a very familiar scripture, but just seen from where we are now. In other words, we can't limit what y'all hear tonight just to what I'm saying, but I need you to hear it from where we are now. Amen? Because to see God move, it takes something. It takes something, amen, to see God move. And that's what I want to deal with tonight. And we're going to go ahead and go into prayer, and then we're going to go into the scripture before I get ahead of myself. Amen, because anybody that knows, man, you get real excited, amen, about this word, amen, not just being able to have a word to release um, into the lives of God's people, but just the fact of being able to have a word, just to be able to have a word, man, that, that even if I don't never release it, I still get excited off of it, I still get excited off of it, that what blesses me, Elder Robinson. Amen. But God, because of who he is, always gives you those opportunities to release it, whether that be over the pulpit or in your family reunion, on your job. You always have opportunities to speak this word. We all are preachers. And it don't mean that you have to be behind this pulpit to do it. Understand the preacher that is in you, amen, so you can preach this word on the job. So you can preach this word while you're looking at yourself in the mirror or while you're riding down the street. See, I know what Pastor be talking about, what he be talking about, but I tell you, sometimes you get so gone, man, you don't know who be watching you. He be sitting there like, man, what is going on? He fussing at somebody? No, I'm just preaching. I'm preaching, man. I, I, I bless the Lord. Come on, let's give God praise. Amen. Let's just bless the Lord. Amen. Because he's good. He's good. Come on. Let's bless the Lord. He's good. He's good. He's good. And he's a faithful God. Amen. He's faithful. Amen. And we just bless him. Amen. Even on this evening, we, we thank God even for our leaders in their absence. Come on. Let's bless our senior leadership. Amen. A mighty man and woman of God and a mighty family of God. Amen, that, that all of us in here who sits under this leadership, amen, is blessed. We, we, we are some blessed people, amen, to be sitting up under uh, such anointing, to be seated up under, amen, such a leadership, amen, that loves and trusts God, amen, and to be able to impart life into each and every one of us as sons and daughters. Amen, I'm excited Amen, because the more I begin to, to understand my existence in Christ, the more I begin to see us all in our existence in Christ. And it's always a blessing when you no longer just look at yourself or, or, or see God as just moving in certain individuals, but you can see God moving in a people. You can see God, amen, working in the lives of people. Amen, that's always a blessing. Amen, because everything that we do and everything uh, concerning this word is for a people. And that's what we got to understand. So I'm going to go to a very familiar scripture. And I encourage you all again to hear this from where we are now. Amen. And dealing with what we've been dealing with. Amen. Go to Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 6. Now, I'm going to read verses 1 through 6, but I'm going to sit at 6. That's the one I'm going to deal with. But I want to read one through six, um, just so you can understand, amen, um, what happens up to that point. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God, I bless you. God, I bless you. Thank you, Lord. The scripture reads, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And was not found 
because God had translated him, for before his translation, he had this testimony. Somebody said that he pleased God. But without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Talking about God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Father, we just thank you, we bless you, and we glorify you right now for your word. We thank you for your spirit, Lord God, that continue to assist the word that goes forth, Lord God, and empowers us who have an ear to hear, Lord God, to now operate and move, Lord God, in the word that we hear. We thank you, we bless you, and we glorify you right now that your presence is very present with us. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. And that's what I want to look at. I want to look at faith. I want to look at faith from the place of where we are, as I said earlier. Amen. Just understanding through everything that God is releasing in the house over his people. Every proclamation that's been going forth over us as a people. Amen. We must begin to understand, amen, faith and its importance. We must understand, amen, that everything that God is causing to happen in our midst, amen, we can never look at it being done without faith. As I go along, you're going to fully understand exactly what it is that I'm saying. Amen. Because in everything that we see that is good works, which is God works, means that God is a part of it. Amen. And we need faith. Amen, to make sure, amen, that God continues to be a part of what it is that is happening or what it is that we are doing. Amen, and many times we are challenged, amen, with the words that we hear and with what is going across, amen, because we just can't see ourselves being a part of what it is that God is doing. Amen. The Bible says something that is so key. Amen, that we have to begin now uh, to embrace so that we don't never, amen, take ourselves out of what it is that God wants to do through us, in us, and with us. Amen? Because, see, we've been getting a lot of word, and I'm, I'm going to deal with it in a minute. But the Bible says in Philippians 2 and 5, you can put it up if you want to, before I go any further, because we need to understand this. There's a mind that we got to have as a people of God, when this word is going forth. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, which was signifies that it was a past tense mind that Christ had while he was in this world. And the Bible tells us with that mind, we are to have that mind. Why? Because Christ, amen, is seated at the right hand of the Father. And although we are seated with him in heavenly places, we are still in this world. So the Bible says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind is he talking about? Verse 6 goes on to tell us the mind that he's talking about. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, everything we think has everything to do with what we do. He said the mind that we're supposed to have is a mind that think it not robbery to be equal to God. Your thoughts control your actions. If I think it robbery, to be equal with God through this word that is being released in the house to say that, man, that just ain't, no, nah, how can this be? I can't see. If I think it robbery to be equal with God, then I separate myself from God. Root. I separate myself from ever being, amen, a part of what it is that God is doing. I, I make sure now that I'm in a place where God himself will not come in to what I'm doing because I think it robbery. He said, no, let this mind be in you, a mind that think it's not robbery, to be equal with God. We've been getting a word that been dealing, amen, with who we are in Christ. 
Amen. A word that tells us that as he is, so are we in this world. If we are as he is in this world, that means wherever I am, he is. And I must embrace that with faith. When I received the word that spoke over my life to help me to understand that I'm not only seated with Christ, but I'm seated with him in heavenly places, I must embrace that word with faith that I can gain access to now that which is in the heavenlies. Faith is necessary for us, amen, to walk in that which is being proclaimed over our lives. And that's what I want to deal with. Tell your neighbor, faith pleases God. <laughs> Without the presence of faith before God, we are unable to please him. The Hebrew writer helps us to understand very clearly. Go back to Hebrews 11 and 6. He says, for it is impossible to please him without faith. But then turns right around and says, but I'm going to help you to understand what that faith supposed to look like and the benefit of that faith. It is impossible to please him without faith. We need to understand what the scripture is actually saying to us. He said it is impossible to please him without faith, which helps us to understand that faith is not something that we have just because. I don't have faith just because I have faith. I have faith for a purpose. Faith is for a purpose. And it is to please God. Now, I'm going to promise y'all, man, there's, there, there are going to be times where I'm just going to give definitions. And it are not going to be all definitions of what comes out of the dictionary. Amen. But, but sometimes, as I said before, there's many times that the Holy Spirit will begin to give you now meanings of words, amen, as you're going through the scriptures. It will begin to be defined within itself. Amen. And I'm not saying that anything is wrong, even if we did go into the dictionary, amen, to look up certain words. Amen. Because even at those times, those, amen, who wrote them, amen, was inspired themselves. Amen. And I'm not saying that they're off because many times they're not. Amen. But there are times, amen, where the Holy Spirit will begin to give you meaning behind the meaning. That makes sense. He'll give you meaning behind the meaning. To please is to satisfy aesthetically. In other words, in a way that gives him pleasure to move. You want to see God move, have faith. <laughs> you want to see God move, have faith. Not to get out of his seat and to cheer you on. No, that's not what he moves for. But where we is and in what we do, he'll be there. He'll show up on our behalf. Amen. And we have seen it time after time after time again. God showing up in the midst of everything that is taking place. Amen. From people being healed of sugar diabetes. From people being healed of cancer. Amen. Through prayer that is being released. And through those that are walking in faith. That even when folks are at the doctors. The doctors have to change their report. Many times we fail to realize that faith was present. Faith was present. That began to cause God to move. One synonym for please is delightful. Delightful is now something or someone that is charming. It is something or someone, for better terms, that is attractive. <laughs> Boy, I hope y'all see where I'm going. Wherever there is faith, in whatsoever there is faith, there is the ability to attract. To attract is the cause to come to a place or participate in a venture. A venture is a move. It is the cause to come to a place or participate in a move by offering something of interest. Come on. What am I saying? Anytime God sees faith, 
it evokes him. Can you imagine? Y'all know what it was like. Amen. When we was in school or, or when there was that certain person that just seemed to get your attention. Because that's what faith does. It gets God's attention. It's attract him. It, uh, it attracts him. Amen. And you know, amen, Dwayne, you can come to me and you can say, amen, listen, I need you to do this with me. I need you to do that with me. And I could be like, man, you know what? I really don't, you know, I don't feel like really doing anything right now, man. I'm tired. But as soon as that individual, as soon as that woman walk in the room, amen, that I'm attracted to or, or that individual that, that we're attracted to show up, what we'll begin to do. Amen. What you need me to do? Man, we start wanting to do things. We start wanting to participate in whatever it is. And it was only because somebody showed up that attracted us. So now I want to do something. That's what faith does to God. Faith evokes God. It summons God. Faith is charming. Amen. And it causes God to be stimulated. It excites God. It makes God want to move. It makes God want to show up. That's why he said you can even have the faith of the size of a mustard seed. He said, man, that even attracts me. So in whatsoever we do, he says, I need faith to be present. That's why we got to understand the importance of Romans 10. Amen. It helps us to understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But how can you hear without a preacher? Because now if you do it backwards, you'll begin to understand, amen, what causes faith to come that attracts God. Anytime the word is preached, amen, preaching now attracts, amen, hearing. Hearing turns around and attracts faith. Faith turns around and attracts God. In other words, it ain't the preaching that attracts God. It ain't, amen, you hearing that attracts God. But it's the faith, amen, that comes, amen, as that falls in order that God says, now I'm going to move. It takes nothing away from the preaching. It takes nothing away from hearing, amen. But that's the way he moves because faith, what? pleases God. God begins to participate when he sees faith appearance or when faith shows up. Amen. Many times we have seen it even in scripture. The Bible talks about a man, one by the name of Moses. Amen. And we understand, amen, that Moses, amen, God had chose, amen, to bring Israel, amen, out of Egypt. Amen. But Israel and their rebellion and their disobedience, amen, now caused God to get to the place where he wanted to now move upon them with his wrath or his judgment. The Bible says that Moses then goes to God on behalf of the children of Israel. Amen. Faith was with Moses. Y'all do know that, right? Faith was with Moses. Well, how can you say that? Amen. Because to approach God, <laughs> amen, concerning the people and understanding his sovereignty and understanding who he is, amen, you had to have enough faith that whatever I go before God with, amen, there's a good chance that he just may show up. Because y'all do understand and know that God don't just want your participation, but he himself wants to participate. Amen. What Moses did now was cause God to participate. God many times will show up, amen, because of something we're doing, because of something we're saying that's outside of what he himself, amen, is doing or saying. He wants to also participate. See, whenever I'm participating, Elder Charles, in whatever you're doing, amen, I'm doing it, amen, according to how you want it done. But whenever you participate in what I'm doing, it's the same way. Amen. So God says, listen, I don't want you, amen, to just be a part of what it is that I'm doing, but I want to be a part of what it is that you're doing. So there are times, amen, where we'll say things and do things, and God says, I saw faith there. Let me show up. Let me show up where they at, amen, because they got enough faith, amen, to speak it, because they know who I am. 
they that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The reason why we see God come on our jobs, come in our homes, in our gatherings, together in prayer, amen, in singing, in worship, amen, we're seeing what we're seeing, amen, as the preach word is going forth, amen, we're seeing in the environments, the miraculous, amen, we're seeing God, amen, just healing, we're seeing restoration, we're seeing transformation, we're seeing conversion taking place, amen, in the hearts and the minds of, of people, we're seeing even our young ones, amen, starting to get to the place where they're meditating on the word of God, amen, they're meditating on what they're hearing, amen, they're beginning now, amen, to even take notes, amen, and being reminded themselves, amen, that they're not forgetful hearers, amen, of what is going forth, amen, we, we're starting to see all of these things, and the reason why that is is because of faith. Faith plays a major part in that. It is an attribute of Jesus in whom we are in, and it is seen of the Father. It is an attribute of him who we are in, and is seen of the Father. The Father, amen, sees our faith in Christ, and he begins to move on our behalf. To attract also means, watch this, favorable, Conditions or opportunities. Through faith, God will begin to give us opportunities where favor yields results. Now, I'm going to mess y'all up on what favor means. Because we can't just look at favor in one way. And I'm going to show you according to scripture. Because we need to understand what favor does. Favor is not just something we have. But favor is validation. Favor, watch this. Favor is validation. I don't just walk around and say I'm blessed and highly favored. Unless I know what I'm actually saying. Favor is validation. It is when God, through atonement, declares us legally or officially acceptable. Ah, nah. It's when he, he he's now sees us officially, amen, legally acceptable according to your faith. Acceptable is permissible. Come on. We now are not only permitted to release life, but we are also permitted to be tried in life. That's favor. Favor is not just something you do. Favor is something that caused some stuff to come to you. <laughs> my, my, my. Man, God bless me. Because we need to understand, amen, how this works. Because a lot of times we think, we will think, man, for them, they have to face this, man, God favoring on them. Because we have said that favor, amen, is me getting the cars. It's me getting a job. It's me, amen, having houses. It's me being able to be financially stable. Amen. That is not favor. Favor is validation that you are acceptable. It is that God, amen, have made you acceptable, amen, for his work, amen, and also, amen, to be tried in life. I'm not just talking about life as we know it, but in Christ. Although we're in Christ, we're still tried. Now watch this. I, 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 man, I, I, I bless the Lord. God began to show me even in scripture, and this is something that we have to embrace as a people, don't you ever think, because of what you're facing or because of what is happening, the favor of God ain't on you. Man, that's validation that his favor is on you. That's validation that you are favored of God. The Bible tells us in Daniel, we have taken the three Hebrew boys, we have taken Daniel, 
the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, Daniel being in the lion's den, I don't believe had everything to do with Daniel not wanting to stop praying. Neither do I believe that it was because the Hebrew boys refused to bow down to the statue. But I believe it was because of the beginning of Daniel. In Daniel 1 and 4, go to Daniel 1 and 4. The Bible calls those brothers well favored. Faith had favored them. Faith made them acceptable for what was to come. <laughs> favor did not just give them the permission to release life, but favor gave them permission to be tried in life because they were acceptable unto God according to their faith. That's why a lot of us do not go through the same things as others may go through. And it ain't to take away nothing from nobody. Because irregardless, there's faith. There's still faith there. Amen. That's why the Bible says he won't put no more in us than we, should bear, that, that we can bear. Amen. If he put it on you, you can bear it. Amen. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored. The Bible says that they was well favored. They were well favored for some things that was to come that they themselves didn't know was coming. Paul was well favored. He was not favored uh, to the degree that he can write that he wrote the amount of books that he wrote. Or to get to the place, amen, where he was seen as one of the great apostles. But he was even well favored now to be in a position where there was a shipwreck. To where God now favored him to the degree, amen, that he was able to speak life, but yet at the same time be touched with the same thing that everybody else was being touched with, amen, but yet no harm. That's favor. Faith favors you. Favor not only permits me to lay hands on the sick and they recover, but faith also permits sickness to try me. Because I'll be standing here lying if I tell you that I don't get touched by sickness. Hear what I'm saying? I get touched by it. I'm not only permitted to lay my hands on the sick and they recover, but sickness have permission to try me. And although I may feel sickness touch, my eternal existence, and this is what we got to understand, in him won't allow that which is temporal to remain. I can be touched by it, but my eternal existence refused to allow what is temporal, amen, to remain. Favor is experienced according to our measure of faith, although we have inherited him, his faith. It is his faith, amen, that we have inherited. We all in him has his faith in us, and to the degree our movement is at one with him by faith, to that degree our faith is rewarded with favor. So think it not strange. Amen, when you're faced with certain things that you are faced with. Although you get in the word concerning, amen, you being an individual, amen, that, that will never get sick. Do you understand that even in, even in that, that is still true? <laughs> because we can be touched by but never get it to the place, amen, where it overtakes us. It's validation. It's validation. God, saints, is a rewarder. He's a rewarder. Amen. To come to God, as the Bible says, before his presence, before his existence, to believe he is, is to remain in his existence. Amen. The reason why God allowed, amen, favor to come upon us as a people is because we come before his presence believing that he is. That validates us for favor. 
And that's what we can't, amen, ignore. Neither can we sit there and, and look at it as if it's not important because it is. We don't talk about faith a lot, although faith is in operation all the time. God moves because of faith. God is ready to participate because of our faith. He is a rewarder. Now, I'm, I'm about to go into this. He is a rewarder. Amen. I'm going to read Hebrews 11 and 6 one more time. Go back to Hebrews 11 and 6. Because we need to understand what he rewards us with and, and why is it, amen, that we can be touched by things, amen, that can't be remained, that can't remain. Because even Christ, amen, coming in the likeness of man, the Bible says he was touched with others' infirmities yet without sin. He was touched with infirmities yet without that infirmity having the ability to now cause him, amen, to be separated from God, although he was made in the likeness of man. Amen. In other words, what was touching him, amen, couldn't overtake him. It couldn't get him to a place, amen, where he still didn't see who he existed in. Because he knew who he was and he knew who the father was. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. To come to God is to come before his presence. They must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. To come to God is to come before his presence. To believe he is is to remain in his presence. Every time we come before the presence of God and believe that he is, amen, there's always the opportunity of remaining in his presence. And when I remain, amen, in his presence, where he is, there is liberty. <laughs> there is freedom, amen, from anything that seeks to put me in bondage. There's freedom from anything that seeks, amen, to put me in a place, amen, where now I come out of my mouth wrong concerning my God who is eternal. Amen. Wherever he is, there is now liberty, amen, as I remain in his presence. They must believe that he is. And the Bible says that in doing so, he is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. Do you understand that he is a rewarder, amen, of them? Now, before I go there, let me just help you to understand what the reward is first. <laughs> the reward is image and likeness. <laughs> I believe, I tell y'all, hear this from where we are. The reward that God gives us because of our faith and believing that he is, is more of us image and us likeness. Although God and in him is a triumph nature, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen, it is an us image and an us likeness, amen, that God's, him, God himself begins to now reward us with, right? So if that is our reward, then that must be mean that our divine nature, amen, is a divine nature with responsibility. Boy, y'all missed that one. Our divine nature is with responsibility. Not a duty, but responsibility. Responsibility is defined within itself. Responsibility. It is the ability or the able reality that demands response. We have responsibility. Amen. In other words, Dwayne, whatever I begin to speak to, amen, because of who I am and my divine nature, amen, it must respond. Amen. If I speak, amen, by laying hands 
on the sick, amen, that they are healed, amen, not only, watch this, not only do healing respond, <laughs> but sickness got to respond too because I have a responsibility. Not only are demons to respond, amen, to me in casting out devils, amen, but I have a responsibility that demands, amen, a response that when I speak to that demon or the devil, amen, that it's supposed to be cast out never to return. It's a responsibility that we have. It's an ability that we have through divine nature. By default, they must respond. It's an able reality. We are not enabled individuals. God has placed within us his ability. He has placed, amen, within us his authority while we're seated in Christ. The man of God did a service where he took a sponge. And I, if I had it so you're going to have to kind of just hear what I'm saying because this is what it's like. When he took that sponge, and that sponge represents us, the bucket of water, amen, and hear, hear me, the bucket of water, amen, represents Christ. If we are in him, that sponge by default will get what in it? See, being in him, amen, causes him to be in us. That's why the Bible says he abide, we abide in him and he in us. Amen. So whatever I'm in, I have its ability. If that sponge is in that water, when that sponge come out of that water and you squeeze that sponge, guess what's coming out of that sponge? Water. That's how we are in Christ. We have his ability. So now as he was in this world, amen, that's what we are. So why do we see, amen, us not being able to be looked at as him? The reason why many times we won't see God move and the reason why many times we won't see certain things happen that God himself really wants to do, amen, is because there's a part of us that just don't believe it can be done. See, I got to believe or we got to believe that God don't just heal, but God heals all sicknesses. He heals all diseases. See, to the degree that I believe in what he can heal, it's to that degree I can see that healing take place. If I only believe that he can heal a common cold, Elder Francina, I may see him heal a common cold. Well, I will see him heal a common cold. But I must believe that he's also one that can heal AIDS. <laughs> so now when I'm face to face with an AIDS victim, amen, I can now, amen, approach that AIDS victim the same way that I would approach somebody with a common cold and believe God, amen, to the place where now that individual with AIDS, amen, go back to the doctor and they trying to figure out, amen, how in the world, amen, I know what your blood looked like and I knew, amen, what was happening with you and we gave you these medications, but how in the world, amen, you are healed from this disease that claims so many lives. God is the same God that can heal common colds. And even when I was writing, I was, I was like, Lord, why it seem like I, it's, it's so much dealing with healing? I don't know. Maybe that's just where we are right now. Maybe God going to show himself in so many ways, amen, through healing um, right now. But I, 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 I thank the Lord because we have to, amen, have the mind of Christ. Amen. Where we understand, amen, that we serve a God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Amen. Man can't think of a way that anybody can be healed of AIDS. 
They can try to make uh, things. They can they can do tests. Amen. They can create all these different medications or whatever. But in their natural mind, they cannot even think of how in the world can we get rid of such a disease like AIDS. That done claims so many lives. But I believe, I believe Amen, that God, amen, is waiting on us, a people, amen, that will now, amen, begin to lay hands even on those who have AIDS and, and those who have cancer and those who have all these diseases that they're trying to find medicines for, amen, to begin to lay our hands on them, amen, to begin to release a word in them that will cause them now to be healed, that he may be glorified. All things are possible to them that believe. See, people that really believe like that, <laughs> all things are possible to them. It's because all things are possible. Even if we don't see it in our time, it is still possible. But he do want to do it in our time. And he want to do it in our children's time. And in our children's children's time. In our children's children's time, to where AIDS and cancer becomes like a common cold. Oh, man, come here. Come here, let me pray for you. Lord, I just thank you that they heal. And then go on about your business. See, sometimes when we're not really walking in faith, we think we got to do more, amen, to try to, because that just seemed to be so big. No, he's the same God. He's the same God. And if it don't take much for me to say to heal a common cold, it ain't going to take much for me to say amen for him to heal AIDS or cancer because he's the same God. I don't have to work myself up even more, amen, for that to happen. Saints, I'm dealing with faith. I'm dealing with faith, amen, because this is what it's going to take. When we come before the presence of the Lord and believe that he is, with the truth of knowing also that he is a rewarder, we position ourselves for more us image and likeness concerning that and in those things that we believe he is. When I come before him and I believe that he is healer, not a healer, but he is healer, <laughs> I begin to position myself now to be somebody else's source of healing. He is a rewarder of them. Not to them. Man, we are not only to be rewarded, but we are to be a reward. Ah. Man, come on. We are to be, Dwayne, a reward. We are not only to be rewarded. When God does reward us, Amen. With more of him, amen, we now become the reward to someone else. We become a source, amen, of somebody else's healing, somebody else's deliverance. Of now, amen, is the preposition meaning to be connected with. In other words, we become those who God, amen, is connected with. Amen. So, Elder, they don't see God, but yet they see God. When you see us, amen, who is the, the, the reward, amen, you see God. Let your light so shine before men that men may see your good works. See, you're my workmanship, so whatever you do, men are seeing it as your works, but they're going to glorify who? They're going to glorify the Father. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So not only when we lay hands, but also through preaching, come on, singing, music, worship, and watch this, even our shadow. Oh, man, y'all better believe it. Y'all better believe it that God has taken us to a place where our very presence, because he is with us, amen, is going to heal some people. There are going to be times where we're not going to know it, 
Amen. But then there are going to be times where people are going to say, hold on, who are you? I don't know who you is. Amen. But when you walked by me just now, amen, I felt, amen, my bones, amen, I felt my ankle, amen, wanting to move, amen, and I haven't felt that in a while. We witnessed, amen, the young lady, amen, that came with me, amen, who ain't had feeling in her hand, amen, she don't know how long, but just being in the midst of presence, begin to say, I feel my hand itching. <laughs> because of our shadow, which is presence. A shadow is something that is seen because of whatever it is, amen, is in the way of the sun. Now watch this. To be in the way of the sun is not to stop progression, but it's to be a part of it. In other words, the way we are in the way of the sun. <laughs> now, now I'm not in your way, Elder. Now, when I say I'm in the way uh -huh. of you, Elder, see, when I get in the way of you, amen, to stop progression, uh -huh. I'm looking at you and I'm trying to yeah. stop you. Yeah. But when I get in the way of you, amen, to be a partaker, on, then I'm going in the same way that you're going. I'm looking at the same, I ain't trying to stop you, but I'm in your way. <laughs> I'm in your way of it being done. I'm in your way of how you see it. I'm in your way, amen, of whatever it is that you wants to happen, amen, as shadows we get in the way of the sun. It makes us a reflection. The express image. Come on. The express image seen in the earth. Not the stop progression, but to be partakers of progression or forward movement towards a more advanced state. Come on. Both us and them in our realm of influence. To be in the way of him who is the way makes us a way. We actually becomes a route. <laughs> we actually now becomes a route. We becomes a way for others healing. We become a way for others' deliverance. We become a way for others to stand. We become a way for others' victory. We become a way of righteousness for others. It's called atonement. <laughs> Come on. I ain't getting away from what's been released in the house. That's why I say, hear this. From that place, I'm dealing with faith concerning everything that we've been hearing. So that we can understand, amen, what God has been doing and the reason why God has been doing what he's doing and why God still wants to move. But it takes faith. It is atonement that makes us part of the reward as much as just being rewarded. We become a way. Man, I can say that with confidence. Amen. And not feel bad, amen, to compare myself to Christ, amen, because it speaks of our joint existence. He is a rewarder of them, not to them, that diligently seeks him. Those who are diligent seekers are not only rewarded, but they become the reward. Diligent seekers is our inheritance. Y'all know that, right? That's who we are in Christ. We are diligent seekers. What are diligent seekers? Diligent seekers are those who always have expectation of seeing him move. I am a rewarder of them who diligently seek me. In other words, those who always got expectation of seeing me move. He says, that's when I reward. Anytime opportunities come for me to lay hands anytime opportunities come amen for me to cast out a devil anytime opportunities come for me to be a blessing amen and I take advantage of that opportunity I'm diligently seeking him 
Man, we have to look at this thing from a whole nother. Man, I'm actually diligently seeking him. I am not diligently seeking him by getting on my knees and just crying out, Lord, you know, we want you to do this. No. God said, you're seeking me, amen, when you begin to do and take advantage of the opportunities that you have. Don't, do y'all understand that God every day wants to be glorified? God every day wants to be glorified. And if he every day wants to be glorified, that can only mean one thing. Every day there's opportunities. Every day there's opportunities. If the truth be told, Jarvis, it's just many times we don't, we don't take those opportunities. We can hear somebody say that, you know, I'm not feeling well. And I was like that. And I, I, took, I, I did something over at my mom's house um, yesterday. But nevertheless, amen. But we must begin to take advantage of every opportunity that we have. There are times, amen, where because of our existence, amen, we'll come in the presence of things and, and, and people, amen, and God is expecting <laughs> us to seek him diligently because he wants to be glorified every day, which means every day there are opportunities Amen, to glorify him. Diligent seekers always have the expectation. They come in the house looking. They're ready. Amen. Uh, something else, amen, I told, I told Pastor after the service one day, man, because I just get to the place, man, where it's like, man, listen. I said, man, when I was standing over there, I said, I ain't going to lie to you. I kept looking because I'm waiting to see some hair grow. <laughs> I was waiting to see some hair, amen, just all of a sudden in the midst of the service just saw growing. Why? Because I knew her condition. I knew her condition, but I was expecting. I was expecting God to move, amen, and I'm still expecting it. Amen, why? Because he's God, amen, and nothing is too hard for him. We got to have those expectations. When folks come in in wheelchairs, man, we come in already expecting, amen, the atmosphere is an expected atmosphere. When these individuals come in, they're coming into an expected atmosphere. Amen. Amen. Where they'll come in through the door. See, see, I know a lot of times, man, we think it's crazy to hear this stuff. But now, nah, man, when they come in through these doors, amen, they're coming in. Wait a minute. Huh? I can feel myself. Let me see if I can get up. Amen. And let me walk to my seat. Amen. They came in in a wheelchair, entering into the atmosphere, walking to their seats. Because there's an atmosphere of expectancy that causes God to move. And our expectation is seen through being persistent in those opportunities. It's every time, Deaconess Marcel, I, I, I see the opportunity of just, man, blessing the Lord and just, just thanking God, amen, for the healing, just thanking God, amen, for what he's doing, amen, even in marriages and, and even in individuals' lives, amen, even where it looks like in the natural, amen, that some things just would never, amen, change, amen, but because I'm a diligent seeker, Amen. Because, amen, I'm always looking for God to move. Amen. Now what appeared to be impossible, amen, was just made possible. <laughs> it was just made possible. God, amen, is always there and he's always ready to move. Amen. I just need something to stimulate me. I just need something. Amen. I just need to see something, amen, that will cause me to move and it's called faith. God, saints, are, are, are making us, amen, a people, amen, that the scripture called to be sought out. We become rewards, amen. In other words, people have begun to get to a place, amen, where they begin to seek after us. And when I say us, I'm talking about God's people. I'm talking about from the north, south, east, and west of this globe, of this earth. Amen. I'm talking about the, the, the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. But at the same time, hearing us hearing this, amen, from Darlington, God will begin to make us a people, amen, that are sought out. Where people will begin to look for us just like they look for God. Do y'all believe that? Can I? Let me go to script. Let me go to script. Go to Isaiah. 
Good Isaiah. Man, because this blessed me. I'm sitting here like, man, God, you are so good. Amen. How he confirms, amen, and just back things up, amen, with his word. And, and that's, the, that's, that's what I love about just, just being in those times of intimate uh, relationship with God because there are times where God will begin to have you to say things, write things, amen, or begin to just pray things, and then all of a sudden, then he'll show you scripture. Then he'll show you, amen, where, um, where, where it's actually been said or, or, or proclaimed. Amen. But go to Isaiah 62, 11 and 12. Amen. We'll begin to be a people that are sought out. And it ain't to take nothing away from God, believe me when I tell you, because we are with him. And he is with us. But what we have to understand in all reality, amen, when people see, people see us. And they see God through us through the road. I see your works, I glorify the Father. Because that is done because of the Father. So now people begin to seek a people. Man, there's a people. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh. Now here's what we got to understand. Well, he's talking about Jesus Christ. We're in him. We are joint heirs with him. Behold, thy salvation cometh. You're somebody's salvation. Behold, his reward is with him. <laughs> and his work before him. We are his workmanship. Go to, um, and they shall call them. He said they shall call the reward. They shall call his work the holy people, the redeemer of the Lord, and thou shall be called sold out. A city not forsaken. Do you understand that to be not forsaken, amen, is to be not departed from? If I'm not forsaken, then that means I'm not departed from, but I'm a part of. A city not forsaken, a people that is not departed from, but that is a part of the glory that is taking place. A people that is not departed from, but a part of the work that is taking place. A people that is not departed from, but is a part of what God is doing in the house and in communities. We are a people not forsaken. You is somebody's salvation. <laughs> You're somebody's reward. Man, I've been praying and I've been seeking God, man, and, and then you come along and, oh, man, I'm your reward. My God, I, I, I became a reward, amen, not, amen, for the purpose of me just coming into your life, amen, and you uh, and just saying, well, you know, I'm here, and it was because, no, 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 but to show you a better way. He says his reward is with him. His work is before him. We have to start looking at scripture from the place of joint existence, right? He gave us a name called sought out through atonement. Every time we function or operate out of joint existence, we are actually being persistent in seeing the Father move consistently. We are always, anytime we operate in joint existence, Elder Robinson, we are actually being persistent in seeing the Father move consistently. God desires to be glorified by man every day. Every day, God wants to be glorified, which means every day, God expects something or someone, amen, now, amen, to be in a position where he can be glorified. Excuse me. When we are persistent, he is consistent. Ah, it don't stop there. When we are persistent, amen, when we're constantly, amen, seeking these opportunities, amen, and taking advantage, amen, of, of these times, amen, that, that we have, amen, on our jobs and, 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 and in our homes and wherever we may be. Anytime we be persistent, amen, in doing things in which God himself is glorified, God consistently shows up. He will consistently, amen, show up, amen, and be where we is. He'll consistently show up, 
amen, and do whatever it is, amen, that we're speaking out of our mouth. Why? Because of joint existence. Because when he see us, he see the sun. So therefore, he got to move. When he see us, he see faith. It's the faith of Christ. Therefore, he got to move. Eventually, consistency becomes constantly. See, consistency and doing something constantly are not the same. Consistency is every now and again, although you're doing it, every now and again it's done. But when it becomes to the place of constantly, it's all the time. It goes from, amen, seeing it here and there, amen, every now and again, amen, to us seeing it every time we are gathered together. Dwayne, I'm talking about every time we have service, amen. It'll get so in here that people are here, amen, and just say, man, listen, I'm going to Dalton, amen, because, amen, there's something that's going on with my body that the dollars themselves cannot pinpoint, amen, but I believe that when I enter into this house, amen, and because there's an atmosphere of expectancy, amen, I'll walk away healed. Amen. It'll begin to be like that for every service. Amen. It won't be an every now and again thing, amen, that we see happening. No, it'll be every time. Every time we are gathered together. Every time married couples, amen, are in your midst and they're going through issues, amen, they'll leave, amen, with hope for their marriage. It'll be a constant thing. Why? Because you're persistent, amen, in your seeking. And, amen, God, amen, to the degree that God himself says, you know what, well, I'm going to constantly show up. Wherever you at, I'm going to be. Whatever you say, amen, I'm going to acknowledge. Those who diligently seek. God is calling us saints to a life of faith. Every time there's a word that is released over this pulpit, every time there's a word that is being spoken in your life and over your life, you need to have faith with you. Because God going to move because of faith. See, we can sit here and we can look and say, well, there, there's times, amen, where it don't seem like it don't matter. He moves when he sees faith. It don't matter if it's one. He's going to move. <laughs> He's going to always show up. And I thank God. And I bless God. Come on, y'all to give God praise because we know that it ain't just one. Amen. To have faith. Amen. God is doing something, brother, so in this house and so in the people of God. Amen. That even our children are beginning to walk in faith. Even our children are beginning to have an expectancy, amen, of seeing God do some things. And many times they may not say something to us, amen, but listen to them talk. Have a conversation with them sometimes. And watch, amen, and watch, amen, what they say and watch how they rehearse, amen, even the word, amen, that been released. They pay attention. Because God himself is faithful. He's faithful. And everything that he promised us as a people, he's doing. That's why we have to receive it by faith. It's not strange to see our children, amen, glorify God or, or to talk about God or want to have conversations, amen, where they're actually, amen, trusting the Lord in certain things and concerning certain people. That's not strange. That's a promise. That's a promise that is coming forth because of faith. And so now God, amen, begins to move and show up in our children. He begins to be where they at. Now, even when they're at school, amen, and they begin to minister, amen, to those in their classroom or even sometimes their teachers. Oh, yeah, because we have kids that are bold like that. They ain't scared to minister to a teacher. But that's the generation, amen, that we're raising up. We're raising up a generation, amen, that understands they're under a canopy of blessing. It's a blessing 
amen, to be able to walk in faith. Because as the truth be told, faith is worship. Faith is worship. See, the Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. They that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. But the Bible also lets us know that he seeks true worshipers. True worshipers are those who walk in faith. See, when I believe he is, I'm actually worshiping him. I worship him as he is through believing that he is. There are things that I'm done. I'm a, there, there are things, amen, that we have yet to see, amen, that God is going to do, amen. And when he does it, saints, when he does it, listen, we're going to bless him. We're going to thank him. But we must continue on, amen, as those who are diligent seekers. In other words, we can't get relaxed, amen, or be satisfied because we start seeing, amen, cancer heal and, and AIDS heal. No, man, we, we got to be diligent. Amen. We, we got to go now, amen. Now, I listen, don't get me start naming no diseases and stuff because I don't know. I'll mess a name up quick. But y'all know those other diseases and stuff that's out there. And all these other things, amen, that people have to face from day to day, amen, that we'll begin to see God move on, amen, because of our persistency. Because of who he is. Saints, God is raising up us a people, amen, that understands and will no longer fight with our existence in Christ. We'll no longer be a people, amen, that, that come out of our mouth in error and say, man, all of him, none of us. No, we understand that we are a important. We are a major part in what takes place in this world. And that's what God is doing in us. That's why we must embrace this word in faith. We must embrace what is being released and what is being proclaimed in faith. So that we can see, amen, that come into existence. And it's going to come into existence. But it's according to the measure of your faith. That you see it in your life. But he's going to do it. Amen. He's going to do it. None of us can stay where we are right now. God is calling all of us to a greater height. Because there's things that we have yet to see that he wants to show us. For eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things that God wants to do. Amen. Saints, let's stand. Let's stand. Come on, let's bless the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. Amen. For what it is, amen, that he's doing in us right now.